They say that a mind is a terrible thing to waste. Well, generally, that's a true statement. But in this case, there really isn't much mind left in D. Scott's head anyway, so the only thing we're really wasting here is your time. Welcome inside the mind of D. Scott. Ladies and gentlemen, we are experiencing technical difficulties. Please stand by. Another episode of Inside the Mind of D. Scott. What up? Yeah. Like it, share it, subscribe to it, follow it, whatever you got to do. I'm D. Scott, by the way. Hopefully all is well with you. It's not my normal day to drop a podcast, but I am going to be out of town this weekend and won't have time to uh, or be able to record a new episode of the podcast. So I figured I would do one tonight, Thursday night. Why not? Nothing else going on. I'm actually going to Boston for the weekend. My youngest daughter is going to a dance convention out there. Uh, which is awesome. And the cool thing is, is we actually have a day tomorrow on Friday. We're going to have a day in Boston. We're going to get out there probably around three o'clock in the afternoon and uh, just kind of see what the city has to offer and what we can do and grab a bite to eat and just kind of wander around Boston. Because as much as I despise the sports teams of Boston, I absolutely adore the city of Boston. It is literally like the polar opposite of New York City. Don't get me wrong. I love going to New York City. I love the excitement and just the feel of being in New York City. And, but Boston is a much more laid back city and uh, much a lot of histori- history. History. <laughs> That's what happens when you get historical and history messed up. You say history. It's just weird inflection on the word. A lot of history in uh, in Boston. I was um, talking with. One of my co-hosts from the other podcast that I do, Psychic on the Scene, Michelle Lyons Polito, she's like, I know you're a big cemetery guy, and my daughter, my youngest daughter, Maddie, and I go to cemeteries all the time, just drive around. Uh, we love Albany Rural Cemetery, which is historic in itself. Uh, Chester A. Arthur, the 27th president, is buried in that cemetery. Uh, very old stone, tombstones and tombs and what have you in there. Uh, a lot of Albany and upstate New York history buried in that cemetery as well. So she's like, I know you do that, and you guys are really into it. She said that there is a... Uh, there's a colonial cemetery, I believe, like, you know, Civil War area or era uh, cemetery in Boston that you guys should go check out. So I'm going to try to find that. And uh, if we can get to it tomorrow, um, then we're definitely going to do that. But uh, tomorrow should be fun. We wanted to go to uh, the Boston Aquarium, but apparently that's kind of sold out, which is fine. Uh, it saves me some money on that front, but at the same time, now we got to find some other stuff to do. But I'm excited for Friday, uh, for tomorrow, if you're listening. Anyway, for Friday, um, because I get to spend a day with Maddie, which I really haven't done in quite some time. Uh, we haven't been away together. Oh, we went to... haven't had a vacation, much like most people. I haven't had a vacation in uh, two years, just about two years. Obviously, 2020, we weren't traveling. So 2019, and I think, I don't even think I went on vacation in 2019. Like we did some dance competitions and what have you. But, uh, and we went to nationals, which is a week away, but it's not quite the same as a normal vacation. So uh, tomorrow is going to be pretty amazing just to spend the day with my daughter and then to just have the weekend with some of my dance friends and uh, with my with my daughter dancing and stuff like that. I got to tell you, man, if you are a parent, there is nothing like going somewhere or just being involved in your kids activities and watching them do something that they enjoy with all of them. My youngest daughter has been dancing since she was uh, since she was three. And uh, we're at a new place now. Her aunt and uncle opened their studio, uh, Capital District Arts Initiative. And uh, we made the switch over to them, which was a brilliant move for us and actually a no-brainer for us. The old studio, 
we just had some issues with them and uh, I have my own personal feelings about the old studio. Still love all the kids. I love all the families that are still there. Uh, hang out with the dads as much as possible. Um, but there was just it was just time for us to get up out of there. My daughter was kind of burnt out with being there and was no longer inspired by what was going on between the uh, between the walls in that place. So she was like, you know, I don't I don't know if I wanted to go back, even if uh, Capital District Arts Initiative didn't open, Dad. And I was like. I can't blame you. I, I fully understand that. So uh, I'm glad we made the switch. Um, my daughter's growth in dance has been amazing since September. She's dancing with her aunt and uncle, uh, Jenna Snide and Corey Snide. Corey has an amazing re- Je- Jenna has an amazing resume, and Corey has an amazing resume as well. He worked in broad on Broadway and was in Cats, and he was also in uh, West Side Story when Broadway had shut down. He had done work. He was Billy Elliot years ago. I mean, when he was a, when he was a child, he was over in England in Billy Elliot playing Billy Elliot. Um, kid is phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal. So I'm I'm very glad that Jenna and Corey have taken over the dance education and arts, uh, performing arts education that my daughter thoroughly loves, uh, which is what I was talking about before I got sidetracked into uh, talking about the studio a little bit, a little free advertising for them because, well, yeah, I mean, I would plug them no matter what, uh, free advertising all day. Uh, If you're in the Capital Region and your kid is into uh, performing arts, CDAI, Capital District Arts Initiative, is definitely the studio you need to be at. I'm just saying, I'm, I'm just saying. Anyway, so for the parents, you go out there and you get to enjoy what your kids do. And I really don't think it matters what it is that they do. I mean, listen, excuse me, as a dad or as a, as a male, uh, when I was growing up and, you know, kids and all that stuff became a thought or a reality to me. It was like, oh, I have a son and we'll play little league and basketball and football and blah, 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 and whatever. And I was blessed with two girls. My oldest daughter is a competitive cheerleader. She is doing extremely well at that. She absolutely loves being a competitive cheerleader. And uh, I I just, I support her 100% in what she does. They do a lot of traveling for their competitions and stuff. Um, My youngest daughter got into dance at three years old. And it has been just a godsend for us because... um, I, I I honestly think no matter what it is, especially like cheerleading dance, I early on you get them involved early on and you don't have to be one of those ridiculous like stage parents. That's just absolute nonsense. And please don't ask me if it's like dance moms. I'll punch you in the throat or slap you in the side of the head if you ask me that. Um, but not really. No, I'm not really going to assault you if you ask me that, but I will roll my eyes. It's a TV show. Don't ask me stupid questions. Um, but it it helps kids develop uh, it helps their brain develop. It really does. Aside from the coordination and all that stuff like that, it helps their brain develop. And I've seen great strides in their education very early on where they were remembering things a lot easier and uh, and just kind of taking it all in because they were used to doing that. You know, if they're starting a, a, a pastime, a hobby before they start school, it's only going to benefit them as they get into school. And then getting to watch them do something that they thoroughly enjoy. And both my kids thoroughly enjoy what they do. Uh, it's amazing. It, it's an absolute blessing. I'm hashtag blessed. Take a shot, Matt Halleck, um, to be able to just be a part of everything that goes on in their lives. And and what I was getting at with the whole, you know, I'm a dad. Da, 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 it doesn't matter what your kids do. Okay, if your kid it wants to be a dancer, and this is for the dads. If your child wants to be a dancer, get your ass 
to the competitions. Get your ass to the conventions. Get your ass to the studio, okay? Support your child in what they want to do. And I can only speak from my own personal experience. I do not see a lot of dads supporting their kids that want to dance. They're like, oh, it's dance. I don't want to be a part of that. It's like, really? You don't want to be a part of it? Why? Because you don't like dance because you think dance is boring, but it's your kid. It's about your kid. It's what your kid wants to do. So why are you putting your personal feelings into it and you're not going to support because you don't like dance? I think that is one of the most ridiculous and selfish things that you can do. And as a parent, the selfishness needs to go away and you become selfless and you make it about your children. I know a group of dads from my old dan- from my daughter's old dance studio who support their children 100% are there all the time. They're at the studio. They're in there taping uh, to, to get the choreography so their kids can practice. They are helping do whatever is necessary to help their kids out and to all the kids involved in the studio. Uh, the dads that I know personally, and we're going back to the old studio where I said, you know, I, I, I have an amazing relationship with our quote unquote dance dads. Um, and I love the fact that they are still so involved in everything they do. It's not just about your own kid. It's, it becomes about all the kids that are on the competition team. And you kind of treat them all as your own. And you go out of your way to do anything for them. And the group of dads that I know would do anything for any kid that's involved in it at any given time. And that goes for the kids that are um, long gone from dance as well. We have, we've built relationships with families uh, this goes for all of us relationships with families and no matter what the time of no, no matter what's going on. Sorry, I was reading something and I started saying it. Jesus, I had to flip that sheet of paper over so that doesn't happen again. Uh, no matter what's going on, we will go out of our way to help out a family that we have forged this relationship with because we thoroughly care and, and honestly, genuinely care about these people. Um, I can't speak for the moms. Moms are a little bit different when it comes to dance, a little bit more catty. Uh, There's a little bit more nonsense involved, but I know a a, a handful of moms that really uh, it's just about their kids and they, they will claim that it's about the team and they love the team and they love it. It's bullshit. They're saying that to save face. They're saying that so that they don't look ridiculous. It's really all about their children. And don't get me wrong. We all support our own kids before anyone else's, but we, we don't, you know, wish ill will or we don't, you know, push our kids um, instead of somebody else. I have a great relationship with my friend, Chris, his daughter and my daughter have always competed head to head. They've gone back and forth, first place, second place, first place, second place, you know, whatever the case, kind of trading off here and there. And every single time, every time him and I dap each other up, congratulations, brother. Always happy for his daughter when she wins. He's always happy for my daughter when she wins, no matter what. I mean, that, and that's what it's all about because you know, we, we, as the dad, we truly care about each other's children. Um, and I don't want to make it sound like all moms are like that because they're not. I know a, a bunch of moms that are extremely involved in the dance community and they care for all the kids and they have the same relationship with certain uh, families and stuff like that as me and my buddy Chris do. Uh, me and all the dads, as a matter of fact, whose kids competed against one another on top of being on the same team. Um so it's it's just it's just different for the dads. You know, we, we take the, the personal feelings out of it a lot of times. And don't you know, I mean, granted, we all want our kids to win. And the elation that we have when our kids do win is amazing. But when my buddy's daughter wins, 
one of my buddy's daughters wins, I'm just as excited. Well, maybe not just as excited, but I'm still excited because after all, you know, it, it, obviously I'm more excited for my own kid. Um, so, but ah, Jesus, man, that was a that was a long sidebar on that, wasn't it? Listen, so what I was getting at is be involved in your kid's uh, passion. Be involved in your kid's hobbies. Just do it. Like, stop being a, a douchebag about it and, and go. You know, there are people that I didn't even know had dads. There's kids that I didn't even know had dads um, at the old studio. Never saw them once. Had no idea. And without even knowing them, passed judgment and just kind of was like, mm, I don't like them. Because not because they weren't there to help us. Because they weren't there to cheer on their kids. Because like I said, oh, it's dance. Why would I want to go to a dance competition? Oh, well, maybe because you could have formed a friendship with a group of guys, 10, 12, how many ever there was of us, had a great time at this quote unquote dance competition that you thought was going to be boring and stupid, drank some beers, ate some food and had a ton of laughs. That's what it's all about. Yes, there was things going on that we needed to do with props and all this other stuff, but we have forged this relationship and this brotherhood that I have with the dance dads. It's the one thing I do miss about the old studio. I got my buddy Chris who, who came over to the new studio with me, um, but I do miss the, the just being with the other dads and, and having a good time at the competitions and laughing. And Man, we laughed a lot. That's, that's all we did. We, we drank beers and we laughed and we ate. That's it. We all brought stuff. Um, and some of us brought receipts inside joke for anyone that's not in the dance dad, uh, circle. You won't understand that. That's fine. It's, it's always good to tell inside jokes on a podcast where people have no idea what you're listening. They're talking about. Um, but I do miss it. I do miss being around them, uh, in the, just, uh, just that vibe. Although we do hang out here and there, um, obviously as often as we can with, with families and, you know, personal stuff going on in the pandemic and stuff, but we have gotten together and had a good time and, you know, so it, it's nice to be around those guys. And like I said, a lot of laughs. So that that's for the dads that uh, that don't want to do it. And I know I, I got friends who are uh, sports dads. My buddy, Matt Halleck, who I talk about all the time on the podcast, his daughter and son, his daughter plays softball. His son plays baseball. He is extremely involved in their sports, which is amazing. He goes to their games and gets to enjoy that. And, and I'm sure Matt feels the same way about watching his kids succeed on the diamond, just like I do watching my daughter do on the stage or on the dance floor or in the dance room and watching her grow and watching her do what she does. Um, it's an amazing feeling. It really, really is. Uh, you want to talk about feeling pride in your child, watching them succeed in something they love doing is, is super. It, it really is super. And, you know, I can't say obviously watching your kid do anything and, whether they succeed or not, you're still going to have pride in your kid because they got out there and did it. But when they do succeed, it's it, it's just a, it's a feeling that I can't even describe. So I'm not really sure what the point of that was, and I'm, I'm not even sure if any of that made sense. But then again, uh, for the past 14 minutes and 30 seconds, I'm not even sure any of this shit made sense. So I appreciate you sticking through it and listening. Uh, so I'm off to Boston tomorrow. We're going to eat at uh, Dick's Last Resort at Quincy Market. Uh, got a couple of recommendations from a friend of mine who works down in Sussex but is originally from the Massachusetts area. Let's see if I can find the email he sent me. Uh, here we go. He said, let's see, the Legal Seafoods, which he thinks it's called Legal Sea Bar, and then also it's a Pizzeria Regina in Fanuli Hall. I don't even know what the fuck that is. Fan, Fanny, F-A-N-E-U-I-L. Sure. 
uh, which is actually not the original Pizzeria Regina, but he said it's very, very good. The original one's in the north end. I'm going to be down more towards the south end. Um, we're staying down in the Seaport District, about a mile, just over a mile away from Quincy Market. So we're going to walk there. Uh, tomorrow, Friday, we're going to do some wandering, and um, it'll be a little chilly, I guess, but that's fine. Saturday, my, my daughter dances from... 2 to 8 p.m. So hopefully, you know, we can get something done before she has to uh, get into class. And then it's me and my buddy Chris going to go explore uh, Boston a little bit. I think it's going to be 71 and sunny. So I'm looking forward to some nice weather while I'm in Boston, too. Uh, Shout out to anyone that thinks that I'm going to a Red Sox game. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to try and get tickets and uh, deal with that. If I'm going to go to a baseball game, especially during the reduced capacity Uh, It's certainly not going to be a Red Sox game. It's going to be a Yankee game. I would rather go to the Bronx. If the Yankees were in Boston this weekend, it would be a different story, but they are not. So we're not even going to try and go to that, and I don't want to go in. Although I love Fenway Park. It's a very historical uh, monument in Boston. Uh, Shout out to my buddy, Kerry, too, who told me to piss on Fenway. I don't think I'm going to do that. I don't think I want to go to jail in Boston. I haven't been to jail anywhere ever in my life, so I'm certainly not going to have the first time be Boston don't want to do that um so that's it you know I'll, I'll update you guys on how the trip went next week on the podcast I know I, I said that I was going to work on the, uh, the the topics that I got off my Facebook but had to touch on just being involved in my daughter's life and, and being a dance dad and, and enjoying it so uh if any dads are watching or listen watching if anyone if any dads are watching this then what kind of shit are you on because this is an audio podcast not a visual thing so you enjoy your trip all right. Okay, good. Uh, any dads, <laughs> Jesus, I'll go back. If any dads that are listening to this uh, have daughters or children that are involved in something that they don't find entertaining, um, I'm telling you right now to suck it up. Okay. Suck it up. Go support your children. I'm, I'm telling you, it, you will, it, it means the world to your kids to have you in the audience, to be there, to, even if it's like a convention like we're doing this weekend, to just be outside the room or just be there to support your kid. It means the world to your children. Go be a part of it. That is it. That is the podcast for this week. I'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening. Bye.